So yeah, settling into your posture for this time. And just taking some moments to settle and establish and ground the awareness in the body. You can use the sensations of contact between the body and the seat, body and the ground. There's a place to gather and collect and root the awareness. And then gently, gradually opening and expanding the awareness. Through the body. Letting awareness be wide, filling up the whole body space. Having a sense of the whole body sitting or standing. And within this wide space of awareness, attuning to the object of attention. Might be the breath or sound. Through the practice, seeing if we can keep the awareness open and wide, expansive through the body or expanded out to receive the sounds if that's your object. Within that space of awareness, receiving the movement of the breath, or the flow of sound.
We can have a gentle interest. See if it's possible to tune in to a pleasant, comfortable, nourishing aspects of the breathing or the hearing. A very light quality of intention. We're not pressurizing experience. Interested to attune to and to rest our attention with. any degree of pleasantness, of okayness. Of well-being that arises with the breathing or the hearing. So let's explore that for a while.
So staying primarily with the object and attention and if it feels appropriate and helpful, pleasant, comfortable, nourishing aspects of it. And remembering when discomfort arises. Pain arises. We're not looking for it, but when it arises, can we notice, can we recognize both the arising of it and our way of relating to it? often be some form of rejection and resistance. It's open to see that and can we bring in interest and kindness to attend differently. To bring in a different way of looking, a different way of relating. And to see how that impacts our experience. So we might choose to just take a few breaths with a discomfort. Noticing what happens to any resistance as we do that. We might invite the tension around the area of discomfort or in the area of discomfort to relax, to let go. We might imagine the breath or the sound flowing in and out of the area of discomfort. You might notice how awareness has shrunk, has contracted around the sensations of discomfort and invited to open out again to the whole body or to the further sounds that we can hear. We might hold that discomfort in compassion, in tenderness, and goodwill. So just choosing one of these and just exploring if there's currently discomfort in experience. What happens if I meet it like this?
So hopefully that little practice is enough of a recap of what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah. Wide body awareness. Yeah. Breath or sound. If appropriate and helpful, tuning in to the pleasant, comfortable nourishing. And then when discomfort arises, yeah. noticing, noticing the reactivity. And then attending skillfully in one or two of the ways uh, that I mentioned and that are on the notice board. Yeah, so that's our that's our exploration. I'd like to uh, just say a few words about uh, walking practice. And uh, you may have already noticed with a day of practice, uh, that there may be quite a range for some of us. Um, walking practice is uh, kind of more accessible perhaps than the sitting. Yeah, the movement, the stimulation kind of might bring more energy, yeah. um, more fluidity. For others, it might take more commitment. Yeah. And we might find ourselves making multiple pilgrimages to the tea making area. Yeah. Uh, the shrine in the notice board, the other shrine of entertainment. And Gaia House, yeah. And so we just notice that and we laugh. Yeah. Always an appropriate response. <laughs> yeah, to, to kind of seeing the, uh, the human condition as it manifests through this body, heart and mind. Not always appropriate with someone else. <laughs> um, and so if we notice that, I think, ah, interesting, you know. Might need a little bit more oomph. Yeah, in our sense of commitment, in our level of interest. Yeah, how do we bring more interest into this? Um, and just a few things to kind of support us in that. You know, it can be really interesting to see the power of the continuity of practice when it's actually, you know, meditation uh, in the hall ends and there isn't a sense of, okay, stop that and then I walk out uh, and then I start again. <laughs> Yeah, doing my walking practice, but actually having that sense of continuity yeah, that can be woven in, you know. Meditation, the bell rings, and I maintain a sense of presence, of interest, of kindness as I stand up, yeah, as I walk out to the hall, out of the hall, as I care for the body, yeah, whatever way it needs caring for, toilet, drinking, yeah. As I make a cup of tea, perhaps, to take out with me into the walking practice. Yeah. And then as I continue into that, so we have that thread of continuity and we can feel that as a real uh, support uh, to us. I also want to kind of, uh, this came, in the, came up in the question and response yesterday, like what are the benefits of walking practice? It can be worth just naming some of them. Yeah. Uh, there's kind of, we might have noticed, we, there's something quite interesting about the sense of practicing here in the hall together and having that support. Yeah. And then the more individual practice, yeah, of the walking practice on our own and having to hold that more individually. Yeah. That can be really powerful. Yeah. Area for insight. Um, a lot of insight often comes in the walking practice. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not sure why, but 
uh, is well documented yeah, in our experience, at least. Yeah? So that can be interesting to see uh, what 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 is what is revealing itself here. We're also cultivating the capacity to transfer our meditation skills across situations. Yeah, which is really yeah quite a profound thing to do. So. You know, not just learning to meditate with our eyes closed and with the body still, but also kind of transferring that to a situation where there's more stimulation, when there's more movement. Yeah, uh, yeah there's a lot there uh, that we can explore. As we mentioned yesterday, uh, we we call this walking practice, but actually it's it's kind of a practice in movement, you know, because at various times, yeah, for different people, yeah. walking might not be a good option. Yeah? But we can still practice uh, the sense of you know, some movement and, and what that allows as an object of attention. Yeah? So sometimes, you know, just a movement of the hand yeah, can be very, very little. And sometimes, you know, there have been, been situations where you know, it's just lying down, not much energy. <laughs> yeah, but can still just the movement of the hand or the foot, just a little bit, and having that attention with that, very beautiful, yeah? very very beautiful. So it can be very gentle, very small. It can be larger. Yeah, and it can play with moving different parts of the body and making that the object of attention, just like the body moving in the walking or the steps um, meeting the earth as we walk. In whatever form of movement practice you're doing, uh, I would really recommend uh, beginning actually with stillness. Yeah? So if it's walking, standing. Yeah? The beginning of your walking path. Yeah? If it's you're doing bodies primarily still, but you're doing some form of movement. Again, starting with stillness, establishing awareness in the whole body, like we did at the beginning of the sitting now. Really helpful, really collecting, gathering um, for us. Um, and yeah, getting the sense of the whole body. And we can come back to that at moments when we're distracted. Sometimes when I do walking practice, I tend end up standing more than walking because it really helps me to gather. So if there's a lot of distraction, I stand and I collect, gather the awareness in the body. There can be a real sense of power in that. Yeah, standing like a tree. If you need inspiration, of course we have the three gentle giants on the front lawn here, and many other beautiful trees that can give us inspiration to that power of presence. We can also play with the movement being a a kind of um, interconnection with the world around us. Yeah, so we might be making a gesture of kindness yeah, as we're moving the body or we might take steps of kindness yeah, on the earth. Yeah? So I can give it another uh, kind of flavor to the practice. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of add that to, 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 the, to the walking uh, possibilities, walking and movement possibilities. And definitely continuing with that, seeing the beauty, seeing the beauty in the body moving, yeah, and seeing the beauty in uh, the world around us. 
And I said earlier, you know, that walking practice is a more individual practice, but sometimes, you know, if you kind of feel a little bit, you're getting to a difficult edge in your practice and you just bring up your gaze and look at other people doing theirs. <laughs> it can be really beautiful yeah, and quite inspiring and moving. Give us a little bit of a boost. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the instructions, suggestions for today. Um, and as yesterday, we'll have an optional question and response session uh, here in the hall. So you can take a moment to feel if you'd like to stay, uh, either because you have a question or you'd like to listen to the other questions, or if you would like to um, not stay and move on to something else. Both equally welcome. So we'll just take a, a pause for that to, to settle. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.